New Pod World Order. TSDJA Productions presents in association with JJ2E Media. The Camping Trip. Two troop leaders take three boys from their scout pack into an old abandoned summer camp for a fun weekend in the wilderness. Listen and take a terrifying trip into the past with these boys as they learn about the dark history of the mountainside campground an old warehouse that conceals a bloody secret, and the demonic truth about a small Missouri town in these three horrific campfire tales, with a gripping, revenge-fueled ending decades in the making. You won't want to miss The Camping Trip. Written, edited, directed, and performed by at the Scooby-Doom and at Fitzman73 comes the first full-length original audio drama from JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions. Go to tsdjaproductions.bandcamp.com and buy The Camping Trip. Available now. And if you're listening to this podcast, you have made a good life choice. You know what quality entertainment is, and you know how to support the individual artists that are bringing it to you. Keep up the good work. I'm out. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick from AMC's Comic Book Man, and you're listening to Always Bet on Geek. Wait a minute, didn't Wesley Snipes say that? Didn't Wesley Snipes go to prison? Didn't Wesley Snipes go to prison for tax evasion? Don't bet on black, folks. Bet on geek. Ready to form Voltron! What's up, everybody? This is Marshall, Squishy Now Sync on Twitter and stuff. And stuff, I guess. Welcome to Always Bet on Geek. We're sitting here in the Hall of Geekdom, surrounded by the stuff that dreams are made of. No, that doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah. And to my left, wait, my right. I guess on that note, this is your friendly neighborhood co-host, Pat. I have, I guess, crossed what Marshall calls the Redneck Oasis, and he did tell me he had hit record, so if you heard some noise, that was me moving my chair up and putting my phone down because I was checking Twitter, <laughs> that he started talking. It's like a struggle snuggle, man. You never see it coming. <laughs> I can't co-sign that, man. <laughs> or like another nickname that they never see you coming. Ninja load. I thought you meant like the Spanish Inquisition. Inquisition. 
Nope. No one sees the Spanish Inquisition coming. <laughs> well, this is the week that we're going to be wigging in. We don't really have a topic per se. Oh, we could make this the episode where we give shout outs to all of our friends doing creative stuff. Cool. Who's creative? Well, the first friend is my fellow co-host, Marsh, who will be hopping on the road tomorrow. Today is Sunday. Tomorrow is Monday. He'll be hopping on the road for the 18 to 20 hour. I'm giving myself 24 hours just so that I can take a four to six hour nap in the middle somewhere. Death March. Back to Red Bank. (laughs) Death March, man. Back to Jersey. trip. Are we allowed to say why you're going or is that still on the... Uh-uh. Anyway, it will be cool, and he will be stopping by the stairs to see the guys. And I think when it's this cool. actually comes out, I should be on the road home. Right, because we tend to be pretty close to being home, depending on when this drops on Thursday. Right. Oh, I guess we should tell people we now have an actual day where you can always expect our podcast to drop. And that would be on Thursdays. I'm not sure of the time because Beach, Beach, our homeboy Supreme, does all the uploading. But he's in Australia, so the time difference is wonky. So I'm not quite sure when it goes up. He's 15 hours ahead of us. Wow. Well, we've, me and him have had this conversation a few times. And I still forget to add... And I guess that's the next person we should give a shout out to. Beej, dude, you called us legends, but you're the real MVP, man. Thanks for taking care of all the back end stuff, like <laughs> uploading this and <laughs> making it look all fancy on the new com. The dot com stuff, I think, is Jerry. Jerry? All right, that's Be- hit on the Be- list, man. Beej is the, uh, uh, the storage, the. I don't know what to call it. He's the one that holds all of our stuff. He's got the terabyte memory stuff. And he sets the RSS stuff up and whatnot. And then the website. I don't know if all the guys from Pop Culture Crunch or if if it's just uh, uh, Jerry. I know Nick does some blogs and stuff. I'm not sure. I'm I'm not sure, man. You know, I have my head up my ass so much. I can hardly tell what's, what's right and what's left. Well, like, but folks... Uh, yeah, you are much louder than me. For folks who don't know how a podcast works, it's actually pretty simple. Anybody can do a podcast. All you need is a iPhone, pretty much, or a computer. Some software to do the editing if and you want awesome to. awesome people to support you. That's all you need to new- know. Newpodworldorder.com. <laughs> but if you don't have the new pod war order people you can still find the host to upload your sound file to and there are some free ones there are some ones you pay for that's the awesome stuff that and there are the ones some free some you pay for but whatever and then you need to get the RSS feed code from that sound file host and you can use that to get a podcast from iTunes or Stitcher which we both use but they have to find you worthy they find everybody <laughs> worthy <laughs> there is no gatekeeper that's why podcasts are awesome 
no. Oh, um, I was talking to TJ at the party last night, and yes. he was like, y'all, put the podcast on SoundCloud. And I was like, Marsh has been pushing that, but there's a foul limit to what you can put on SoundCloud. But while we were talking, I came up with the idea of what if we put up the newest episode every week, and then after we get a new episode, take that one down and put up a new one. And they want to hear the old ones. They need to subscribe to Stitcher or iTunes, but they want to hear the current one. Oddworldorder.com. Right. That sounds good. So we can actually get some use out of our our SoundCloud account. Good idea, TJ. We'll do that. That was actually my idea, but it came up to me while I was talking to TJ. Good idea, Pat. If people actually listen to us on SoundCloud, I'll go out of my way to try to take care of it. Why not? I'll leave the first episode up there, and I'll just rotate the second one. Well, that's... Even better, yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. So, new plan. Um, speaking of, I creating, can't guarantee I'm going to do that before this episode because well, you're hopping on the road. Yeah, I'm gonna. But no, we're gonna we're going to do the idea. That's a, that's a good idea, and that will actually give us a reason to have a SoundCloud account besides just having the first two episodes up there. Awesome. Who's doing that? That's creative. Our friends Michael and Adrian. Oh, here I found the picture. They were at, they were guests at a uh, the gaming guests at a con, a local con, and their little their uh, their card game. They have a whole company now, the gaming company. But the the company is called Dreadful Games, which you can find more up at dreadfulgames.com. Uh, so in in the con brochure thing, it gave the list of all the people, and this is the description that it had of their card game. But I didn't want to read it because I don't want to mispronounce stuff. I'm remedial as it is. I want to do them justice, so I'll give them Pat. Now, I may not be saying this first name right because it is Japanese, but are Japanese-esque, so bear with me. Shogunite Card Game. Description. The Shogun is dead. The Shogunite is embroiled in a bloody power struggle. You must do everything in your power to herald your clan to victory. The opposition is fierce, and you must rely on the scheming and planning of others to help you exalt your leader. This is a... Uh-oh, big words stumped him. Nah. Uh, <laughs> it's small type. I'm on an iPhone 5. I'm used to my, my iPhone 6S. Oh, this is a definitely strategic but light car game. The object of Shogunite is to have your leader named Shogun by ending the game at the front of the line of secession. You are your clan's chosen delegate and are attending a meeting of the Shogunite's land's high council. Through your actions, you will strive to block and eliminate other clan leaders while maneuvering your leader to a place of advantage. This is an awesome game. Yeah, and I actually played this game last time I, time before last that I was at their house. And there is new news on that game, but I'm not sure if I'm clear to say it, but if it all pans out for Adrian and Michael, it would be very, very big and cool news. So. <laughs> Did I tell you about uh, that con that I saw her at? But I didn't think that I saw Michael? Yes, okay, but I, I, was I guess. Ta- I was taking pictures of cosplayers and stuff, and I was taking a picture of a, a pirate, and he was like a person or two behind some, you know, and... When I went back and I, after the con was over, I saw Adrian. She was like, hey, what's up? 
and you know, I was like, Hey, how you doing? She was like, yeah, I think, uh, I think she said Michael's around here somewhere. I was like, cool. You know, or maybe she didn't say anything like that. And I was, I was wondering, you know, how come she didn't talk? She was real busy. So when I went back into the pictures and stuff, I saw a picture and it was Michael looking dead into my camera, walking <laughs> past me. I mean, he was looking, I mean, he was no more than four or five, maybe six feet away from me. And he didn't say nothing. He was probably like, this motherfucker ain't going to say shit to me. Look at me dead in my face. <laughs> took a picture of me. Take a picture of me and then not say a fucking word. <laughs> and just walked them off. Man, I saw that shit. I busted out laughing. I called, or I, I messaged him and Adrian. And I was like, yo, hey, that's fucked up. I didn't tell him why didn't he say something because I did not even, I was, because he had a cool Hodor shirt on. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I cannot believe I did not. I looked right past him. Oh God, it was funny. And I asked Adrian. It might last not have been funny for them. <laughs> he might have been pissed off. <laughs> it's like that motherfucker. I don't even know. Oh, I talked to Adrian last night, and she said that they will be at Gen Con this year. What's Gen Con? I mean, where's Gen Con? I said, don't know where Gen Con is at. I tend to know where the ones around the south are, are the big ones. Like at we're uh, planning San Diego, uh, uh, C two E two in April seventeen. That is correct. All of are you going to try to go? Yes, I tried to go on the ship you're going on now. I just couldn't get the money together. Dude, I've told you, I've got loans from friends. I've got man, you can go. Help me with this fucking drive, please. Now you know I don't go anyway if I can't help pay my own way. You didn't do it last time. I did. I paid my own way last time. <laughs> I don't care. I need help on the drive. Okay. And I had made an attempt to, for us to do an episode that I did not have to edit so that I could give it to Beej and then be on the road when it comes out. I'm not sure if we're doing a good job so far. No. I think it's okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I'm up for the challenge, but... I mean, I don't see anything that we've had to edit too much. Is there no. anything? No. I mean, I think we're kind of getting used to talking on the mic now, and no. it's easier. Well, I <laughs> think it's... I ended a lot of garbage every time. Well, because it's easier if we're face-to-face like we are now, so we can kind of play off of each other's... That's true. You keep telling me to get closer to the mic. Yeah, I may have to raise my volume, my own individual volumes, but I don't like being right up on the well, fucking mic, man. move the mic closer. Yeah, I guess we could do that. We're only 12 and a half minutes in. <laughs> We're smart. <laughs> we were all leaning up closer and closer to the mic. <laughs> but we did. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's even better. Because I don't tend to lean forward and look at something when I'm talking I look all around like when I'm talking to people I don't even hardly make eye contact with them anymore I just kind of <laughs> yeah and I just kind of wander my around and talk yeah I'm talking no I'm talking hey man what's going on okay man? well but you're looking behind me no but I'm you know looking you know why is that is it like are you just trying to always watch your surroundings or, or is your mind always going and... I, that's got to be it because like when I first meet people um it's because it's a respect thing you know but after you get to know them that sounds fucked up. You don't have to respect him no more. <laughs> no, I mean... I mean, it's like... I mean, you tend to... You feel more at ease around your friends than you do somebody you just met. So you tend to be a bit more observant. But, like, when you're around your friends... You know, there's stuff you do around your friends you won't do around people you just first met. So, I think it's not... 
an insult. I think it's just like an ease like of Daniel was in here recording with Stephanie one time, and he clammed up and stuff. But uh, he was like, "You were talking to me, and we were looking at each other." But then, as soon as you started recording, you started looking all around the walls and shit. Why can't you look at me when you're talking on the mic, man? I was like, I, I don't know. I didn't realize I did that. Um, speaking of more creative people, um, one of my best friends, Jamie, is currently writing a book. And by writing, I mean... Oh, I hit it. Okay. Back out of sleep mode. The monster has awakened. That probably will come through the, the audio. back to sleep monster computer but she's writing a book and by writing I mean she's freehand writing it and like she's filled up at least four or five notebooks of this and it's all coming together so awesome. I think that's pretty cool <clears throat> what kind of book is it? it's a fantasy novel what kind of what genre of fantasy like is it like uh, Dungeons and Dragons esque or is it uh, like cyberpunk esque or more, I say more Dozens and Dragons esque, but there's more to it than that. But we should probably right. have her on the podcast one day. That'd yeah, that'd be, be cool. Oh, and by the way, for folks who listen to our previous podcast, enter the Mystic Mojo oh, episode hey. 21. I tried to convince him to either start a separate podcast with us or to have his own podcast. Who? Because Ryan. When? After the last podcast. Oh. Me and him were texting back and forth. Oh, okay, cool. Um, Because Mystic Mojo, that's... It's uh, unique and it's catchy. It's a, yeah. It's a good persona. It'd be a good... And he thought that was a good idea and I haven't gotten back with him. He said he wanted to... I did notice that when I was hearing... And if, if y'all liked Ryan... I know some of y'all liked um, the role-playing talk. Actually, I was checking... You know, iTunes doesn't give a lot of stats, but they show you what, how popular a podcast is on the little screen there with the mm-hmm. popularity meter. Mm-hmm. Our role playing talk is actually pretty popular, apparently. Huh. Yeah. Well, I got that, that one uh, game that we recorded, and I've even edited it. I don't know if it's that popular. <laughs> I don't it's know, like man. Two... I, think that, I think there's a difference between talking about your games and your favorite moments there's somebody listening to the whole thing yeah well, I could edit it just to be like the Dragon Ball Z cut <laughs> oh but before we get into that I will say that when I was hearing the podcast from last week Ryan has a natural voice for podcasting like he would be on radio back in the day when people were on the radio this kind mm-hmm. of and I would like to apologize for my mic sound for last week like we were going over Skype and I was on my phone on my Skype Next time we use Skype. Nobody said anything, Pat. It bugs me. It, it bugged me too, but you know what? It's okay. Because I noticed it about a third, one third through, and I was able to correct it a little bit. But every time you talked, I had to raise your volume. Right, a but bit. you could you could tell. Yeah, I know. But um, we think we figured out a, a different way of, of doing it next time. We'll do what see, professionals do, and we'll do a sound check first before we. Well, the thing is, if we're <laughs> If it's just me and Marsh, we don't go through Skype. 
like I would record on my MacBook through Audacity and I have him on speakerphone while he's recording through his Audacity and then I send him my Audacity sound sound file and then he edits the two together and that's why it sounds better. If we have more than one, if we have a guest on the show, we have to go through Skype because I'm in Mississippi, he's in, and then it's I mean, I mean, basically stacked up tracks, him and Ryan are on one track. Right. Which when I bought, bought it, I thought that that was the whole thing, that when you bought the Skype recorder version, that it would record individual tracks. Uh, but I can't figure it out if that's the case. If, if it is the case, well, I'm just stupid and I haven't been able to do it. But Well, if it is the case and you know of somebody who does podcasts or if you do a podcast yourself, drop us a line on Twitter and let us know. Or if you, if you want to be old school, email us. But I know most people use Twitter. We also have a page on Facebook. Look for Always Bet on Geek on Facebook. Yeah. I've been keeping it updated, so it could use some love. Oh, have you? Yeah. Okay, cool. In fact, me doing the update is how I've had more people that we know come up to me and ask about the podcast because they weren't sure we were even still doing it because we had stopped updating the Facebook page. Hmm. But now that I do, they're like, oh, you do. Y'all still going? This is awesome. So, yeah, my cousin Clay, he said that because we switched over and, you know, some people had to delete. Always bet on geek and then resubscribe, right. and he didn't know. He said, oh, "I thought y'all quit." Okay, yeah, I'll start listening again. Cool, awesome. More, we have friends a lot, and they're all creative. Okay, I know one. She may listen, she may not, but I'll give her a shout out. One of my old friends, Chad Axelrod. God damn it. <laughs> You said her, my bad, go ahead. No, no, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and dip this now. Yes, my good friend, a fellow podcaster, Jared Axelrod, is a man of many talents, but he also does the podcast, The Voice of Free Planet X, which, if you are a frequent listener to Always Bet on Geek, you know about by now, because Marsh always does this, but if this is your first podcast, look for him on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts uploaded. The voice of Free Planet X is always good and always creative. Well, I was going to say before that, <laughs> and this long-running joke, and Marshall It's not it. a joke. It's, you know, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> At least I remembered his name. Uh, that's true. I was calling him Curtis Axelrod for the longest time. My friend, Kat May Lee, is a woman of also many talents, but she's also a really good artist. She's convinced she's not that good. She is really good. And all of our friends know it. So I'm giving her a, a shout out right now on the podcast. Does she do commissions? Can she draw our Marvel characters? She could, but she she doesn't think she's good enough to be paid for it. I'm like, you out of your mind. You're well, really good. If she'll do it for free, that would be even better. No, fuck that. I mean, I don't mind paying the girl. I mean, come on. She, yeah, she's like, <laughs> the lady, the woman. I mean, I'm not no, trying to say girl. I'm sorry. My bad. No, remember, I um, be smacking my hand. Were you online a whole lot during the uh, live journal days? No. Okay, well. Or MySpace, really. I, we used to, our group used Anyway, we used to be big into LiveJournal, and she actually did, for a while there, she drew our LiveJournal portraits, and they were all so kick-ass. 
That's <laughs> so awesome. Anyway, Kat Bailey, you're awesome. What's her Twitter and stuff? She tends to keep a low profile on the social media front. That's respectable. But she does. She but did. look for Mystic Mojo on Twitter. He's not on Twitter. He will be soon. Hopefully, if he, start, if he starts yeah. his own podcast thing, I think yeah. that's going to be an unavoidable, unavoidable thing. But she does. She did like our Always Battle Geek Facebook page. So that's good. Yeah. So hopefully, if you hear this, Cat Bailey, you're awesome. I've always said that everyone knows it, and there you go. So <laughs> <laughs> who's next? Do you think? You got friends, the creative. This is the shout out to all of our creative friends episode. Um, all podcasters and stuff. I mean, uh, what's her name? I can't even remember her name. Okay, well, I remember her name. There's uh, Emma Beatty Bass in England. She's fucking a super badass as far as art and stuff goes. Not just art. I mean, she can you know, make stuff, not just draw and stuff. It's she made that cool replica of the stash with the guys sitting around the poker table and she sent it up to them and they put it in the case. Wait, like, is it like a sculpture or was it... Kind of. It's like a shoebox almost, but she... I would say, like, what kind of material did she use? Cardboard. I think it's a shoebox. Dude, that's creative. Yep. It was pretty cool. You know, I don't know if I'm going to have time to go through the phone and look through it since I'm set... I'm going to be lazy and not edit this episode. Maybe I can, uh... Hey, boobs. I keep forgetting there's crazy shit on my phone. Boop! I'm not going to edit this. <laughs> okay, making sure. I got nudie pictures on my phone. Is that something that anybody can not say? You have nudie pictures on your phone? Of course um. you do. I don't know what to talk about. What? What, yeah. what do you mean? Well, the problem is now I don't even remember what the fuck I was looking for. What was I looking for, Pat? I'm in the New Jersey pictures from last year. But I don't remember what I was looking for in the New Jersey. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. I guess I am going to have to edit this episode after all. Well, we tried, man. Not good enough. That's why it was a challenge. Lame. Sauce. Okay. I cannot be so removed from the public fucking conscience oh, that I don't know Taylor Swift farted on TV. Sorry, let me pause that. I don't know if he wants his his voice on the podcast. That was when we visited Maxwell's house last year on our way back from the stash. <clears throat> okay, I was. I'm, that, hoping, I'm hoping to do that again on my way home. Isn't that kind of out the way to stop by his house, or is that it was only a thirty minute detour? You're right, it was. We did, we had just been on the road for so long. Yeah, after like, that long, what's 30 fucking more minutes? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also going to be a, a rest, too. That's true. And I'm by myself this well, time. Well, I don't so. know, man. I mean, it's he's Hurricane Max for a reason. Will it be a rest, or we get swept up into the hurricane? Um. Yeah, I'm sure I'll get swept up. In the, <laughs> I mean, probably swept up into the Ark survival hurricane game. If if they're home, I assume that he'll be absorbed into that game. But it's cool because I've been one to, you know, I've done the the MMOs a lot in my life. Uh, it's consuming. It's life, soul consuming. I understand. I never. Anyway, uh, I don't mind watching. 
because I can learn. And then I'll get on there and start playing with them. Did you have to find the one that you were trying to find? I found the pictures. I mean, I know who, you know, Emma is and BD Bass. Okay. But I couldn't find uh, the actual pictures of the thing in the case. But I did, uh, I found the video of the, I took a video while we were in the stash, a periscope. Where is it? Very cool. Okay. Before I start getting sad, I forgot I had Mark was in the video too. <clears throat> um, she's awesome. Apparently, she's getting into uh, special effects and makeup and stuff now. She's doing some. The first time before I even realized that she was doing it, I, she was like a, a battered woman, had the black and the black eye and the bruised lip and the, the blood, and I was. Immediately, I was mad as a motherfucker, and then I read. I'm like, "Oh, this makeup." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So I was like, "Man, I know she's in England. I know I don't really know the girl, but that's something that really triggers me, man." Uh, it's like I'm going to England. I'm whooping somebody's fucking ass. That's it. But luckily, it was all make believe. Yes. Yep. But luckily. it was so good that it convinced you. So that's what I told on, her. I said, right whenever I immediately get pissed off when I see this picture, I'm gonna say, "Good job." Or awesome job or excellent job or something. I try to be real supportive of her. She did a the the cover to the Welcome to the Alamo. Really? You you know the picture, right? With, yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I, I was never sure who did that. Mm. Alamo got that done. Holy fucking! Oh, yeah. I well, asked her. To, she said she would. She would do the Squishy Nos Studios logo. Do you have an idea for it? Like in your head, like kind of. As you long to... as there's like. I was thinking something in the forefront with like greenage behind, not necessarily weed, but something that kind of represents that with like smoke going from side to side in the background. So like just words and the kind of green with the smoke. Well, maybe or an image. Okay. Image with the words, or I was gonna let her do it as long as there's smoke being blown out. I just in the know, background. like as an artist, when you take on a commission. It helps to well, she get all she the info. She's not, she's not going to let me pay her for it. You just still probably pay her. I'm trying to. And since we're starting to fix, fixing to get the printer to start making our own stickers and stuff, um, I told her if we actually start selling Welcome to the Alamo stuff, that I was going to, I think we talked about this, that I was going to cut her in on a percentage or whatever of, because I didn't feel right selling. Well, no, because I, as an artist, I've been there. Like you go and me and Adrian and Ginger and Jimmy discussed this last night because we we've all either been in the art game or are currently in the art game through different mediums, and you reach a point where you don't think your stuff is worth people paying you to the point of you are surprised people want to pay you for your art to when you have to fight to get people to pay you because you're a professional. It's always weird, but like even if an artist says, it, don't pay me, you should probably give them 
I just, didn't, I just didn't think yeah. it was right. So I I haven't figured it out. We haven't sat down and talked numbers or anything. But if people start, I see. And I say if nobody's gonna fucking want to buy stickers and posters. Why? And why do you always? Why man? Why do you always do that? Anyway, did I tell you that I was a guest co-host? I guess on a podcast yesterday. You did it. What's up with that? Uh, it was the basement dwellers. Are they part of the new pod world over? No, but I'm I'm pushing them. Um, I've seen they did a couple of, cause uh, I think they were getting in on their one year anniversary, and the, the one I did was episode twelve. I think thirteen might have been their one year, but uh, they're and from Nebraska also. Uh, like pop culture crunch and stuff. It's cool that I'm finding all my brethren. I'm pulling them, all the corn huskers together. Anyway, um, they record in a basement. And, I mean, it's pretty funny. They've done a couple of periscopes of their uh, podcast. And I've seen the periscopes. Uh, so what can folks find them at? I believe they're on SoundCloud right now. So not iTunes, but more SoundCloud? I'm, I mean, I'm sure you can find them on iTunes. But you know for a fact they're on SoundCloud. No, I mean, yeah, I'm sure they're okay. on, I'm sure they're on Stitcher and... I'm sure they're on Stitcher, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Uh, but I was telling them, you know, they're paying 15 and some change a month on SoundCloud. That's like 120 bucks and some change a year. New Pod World Order, hosting, $60 a year, half price. And then you have a fuckload of creative people surrounding you. And we do cross-pod stuff. That's true. And that's one thing that they seemed interested in because you know uh it's it's fun to have more people to talk to and bounce ideas off of and stuff like that so uh that's one thing i I miss about being in our school is to be surrounded by artists all the time you mm -hmm. can like get outside ideas that will help you with in your own when we started this at first I thought that I was kind of doing something, you know. I thought I was being clever and creative and stuff, which we kind of, you know, we are. But now that we've joined with these people, I feel like dwarfed, like I'm, you know, kind of outclassed on this level. So it's like, uh, I forgot the point that I was going because I was fucking, I don't know what the hell I was trying to say. I feel outclassed by them, but that's not the point that I was trying to make. I got lost in the humiliation. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not a bad thing because that just I makes you con- want. I have contacts. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that just makes you want to level up. It's kind of like being a super saiyan. Each time you get not close to death, you kind of get more powerful. So, and it's good to know that like the people in our clique are that creative. It just kind of makes you want to be more creative. Yep. <laughs> but speaking of but the basement dwellers. They're actual fans of Always Bad on Geek. Awesome. Like, he was repeating... Oh, I got a diva yet. I saw that. Okay, that's where it came from. I did actually reply with, I accept my fate. Did you? Yeah, I I I accept my destiny. I may have even favorited that, too. I don't remember. And, oh, Daniel doesn't know Twitter. He doesn't know how to hashtag and stuff. He hashtagged ABOG. Okay, we don't check ABOG, but I checked ABOG after I saw his hashtag. There's some kind of activist thing, ABOG. I don't know what it stands for, but uh, 
he agrees with you. Hickory Hill is not the ghetto. I saw that. I read oh, that. Okay. I yeah. was like, excellent. <laughs> so, but his point is the same that I was making with you. <sighs> Just because there are lots of worse places does not mean he's like for god's sake there was a mall across the street he said at first he was like you know there's a you can't call anywhere the ghetto is the ghetto where there's a police station right around the corner right (laughs) which there wasn't one there when when you lived there it was there was the community center but there wasn't a police station because that came in right at the tail end whenever i moved out but which part moved out when i moved out out with me okay and to when I crossed the border, finally. Hey man, it's, hey, it's okay, man. It's okay. You don't have to explain. We both got wins on Twitter. You got your hashtag diva, yes. I got my, no, it was not the ghetto. It's all right. We can, you know, you don't have to quantify the event. I'm I got a win, you got a win. It's all right. Except, they, I accept, I accept my destiny. You accept yours, man. It's all right. They call it Hickory Hood for a reason. Uh, right? No, no. Because even he said, who's they? <laughs> Daniels, no, no. There's no qualifier on this. Okay. It's all good. I'm out of the, out of the fucking area. I'm good. Wait, I'm, to, to, to get back to the creative shout-outs, I would like to give one to one of my close friends, Carrie. Her and her sister have started a new company called Two Chicks and a Brush, and they are painters. Like, they can paint designs on furniture or even paint portraits or the whole shebang. I've known Carrie since MCA, the Memphis College of Art. She's my girl, man. She's really good. I'm excited that they started this. They have a page on Facebook. Just look for Two Chicks and a Brush. And There's two chicks and a brush there. Yeah. And speaking of other art school friends that are doing stuff, my friend Tracy is a oh what's the word like seam no not not seamstress oh, she can work oh god now I'm embarrassed she can work with sewing and she can sew shit <laughs> she's really good like she can make pillows a and tailor I guess she can make designs like she can make whatever you can imagine she can sew with and like it, it's like a pillow design three dimensional like that like, that. like he's pointing up to this Doctor Who TARDIS it's been woven or woven I don't right. know if a like, right um, god damn it so, but she's really good too she does not have a Facebook page I don't think so but she's not trying to have money or advertise herself no she is but like you know I'm, she's. I'm trying to be funny I like uh, Tracy she's cool yeah you met her before a couple times I keep forgetting that yeah, I go back with y'all, man. There's some stories I could tell that I've heard. Uh, we all have stories that we've heard that we could tell. Well, I mean, since we're... But we just won't tell it on the since, hot mic. Since we're talking about this is the friend shout-out, I will actually keep the names and the stories out of it until listen we listen to Welcome to the Alamo. Okay, I'm looking through her Facebook. She does not seem to have a business Facebook page. But she's really good. And I can't believe I forgot the actual word you used to describe her. <laughs> God damn it. But yes, um, I will right. ask her on Facebook if I can link her page in the show notes. And we'll see where we can go from there. Oh, man, who else? Um, 
Um, aren't you a photographer? I am. Sorry, I'm so I'm trying so hard I don't to think give we've ever to give my friends. Plugged, plugged your website on this podcast. Yes, I am actually a photographer. That's how I make a little money to get stuff done. He's a man of leisure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can say that. But if you want to check out my work, go to WilliamPatrickButler.net or you can go to WilliamPatrickButler.tumblr.com or WilliamPatrickButler.exposure.co and that should cover everything. My exposure page is more about documentary style photography. My Tumblr page is the more risque stuff. And, and my .net page is my main web page that kind of shows the entire shebang so let me know drop me a line on twitter or go to school and email us whatever or buy a bunch of prints from him or hire me to shoot some stuff I don't shoot weddings there you go or kids or pets I've or... done I've done kids I don't like to do pets they're difficult shouldn't you just put yourself out there for whatever that way it doesn't put like a negative spin on things and if they happen to say hey do my wedding you can say oh I'm sorry me, should have specified me and my friend who's also a fellow photographer but he's been in the game longer than I have discussed that and he said the best piece of advice I could give you is put it all up on front street so whenever no okay when you whatever you put on your website make sure those other kinds of photos you want people to hire you for don't put anything up there you don't actually want to do ah. and I was like, that's simple but brilliant which is why if you look at any of my stuff I don't have any things with, with weddings even though I shot <clears throat> them before there you go that's it you should so. have told Stephanie that a long time ago she got her feelings hurt you didn't put our wedding up there I told her right now I mean that's why I didn't do it no one's up there. No, I shot, believe me. I'm going to get you to tell her before I leave. <laughs> I've shot y'all's. I've shot Karen's. I did my friend Corey's. It's always your friends that ask you. <laughs> By the way, to support that out. No, it's only the, your friends that you do. Because if anybody else asks you, you say, I don't do weddings. I'm sorry. I told y'all that. And y'all still ask. I, th- I told y'all specifically, I don't shoot weddings. I don't like to do it. Y'all were like, we can't afford anybody else. <laughs> so, hey, but, but you did Karen. Yeah. Yep. That's not fair, please. <laughs> but we gave you some money. Yeah, I mean, y'all did pay me. I, I thought we were doing good. <laughs> I mean, because you would have done it for free. I mean, no, 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 you wouldn't have done it for free. No. You were still coming to the wedding to hang out. All you did was take pictures. Oh my God, do we? I mean, oh, you know, you know what? Because <laughs> I think he's fucking with me. You passed out in the closet and hid from titties. <laughs> yes. After we were done and we got drunk. <laughs> It's okay. You were there on time, at least. My mom was like an hour late from my wedding. Uh, that's true. Not quite that late. It was, uh, everybody was sitting down and, and waiting for a few minutes, but uh, it was funny. And then she blamed somebody else. And I just found out that it wasn't right. It was her fault the whole time. <laughs> no weddings I have ever been to have started on time, except for one. Except for ours. No, you just said it, it, your mom was late. You didn't start on time either. You're right. I just said that. <laughs> just, I, I mean, just, that was just. just said that. <laughs> like two sentences before. Yeah. And that's something else new that'll be that I try to make myself be a little better on the mic and stuff. 
This won't be here for the next podcast. Really? Yep. Why? Because I've been saying it for years. And it just sounds like something that I need to say. <laughs> but is it true? Yep. Alright. That's a crazy truth. I may end up killing somebody. That sound you heard was Marshall opening a cabinet and taking out the DVD of <laughs> Panzer 57. Why is this out? DVDs don't go in this. It was very random that it was in here, so I pulled it out. And because our name comes from a line in this movie, always bet on geek. I had to explain that to somebody last night because they weren't in the age bracket where they would have seen Predator 57. And they didn't think it was funny. I always been on black, huh? Okay. <laughs> All right. That still makes me laugh. I love it. Tell um, me, do you play roulette? On, on occasion. occasion. Let me give you a piece of advice. Dun, 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 dun. Always been on black. Click. Dun, dun. <laughs> That's even funnier now when you remember that Mike did that commercial at the beginning of this podcast. I love that commercial. <laughs> it actually makes me laugh whenever I hear it. I accidentally left in the scumbag part. I thought you just did that on purpose. This episode. No, usually I cut the scumbag out. Because I thought, I thought it was really funny. I thought it was funny. But then, like, my mom and a couple other people and then a couple people on Twitter and then uh, Daniel was the one who, who put it in the way. He's like, look, man, yeah, it's funny and everything, but look, you got to respect the man. I'm like, the fuck? He was like, look, he, he was Blade and he will always be Blade. I was like, Blade, okay, you know what? Fair enough. I'm not trying to dis Blade. He's fucking and then all the other movies. I love Rising Sun and I mean he was fucking <laughs> Don't forget <laughs> New Jack City. New Jack City, White Men Can't Jump, Money Train, Passenger fifty seven. Jungle Fever. Mm, yeah, I know. Wow, really? That's the one. Yeah, well, I, mean, the I, one. I, I liked it. That's I mean I like do the right thing and stuff, but that's just not and I'm talking about Do the Right Thing, right, yeah. You know, white uh, uh, Jungle Fever, that's the one. Um, yeah. I did like Jungle Fever. Yeah, because now we're going on a Spike Lee trip, and then I started the, thinking about Malcolm X, the, and then I started getting I, I the white man. A Spike Lee joint. Was it a Spike Lee joint back then? Yeah. Was it okay? Look at me like I'm stupid. I don't know, man. You see all the movies. I just thought you you know yeah, they yeah. it was it's never a Spike Lee film. It's always a Spike Lee joint. Here's a Marshall joint. Alright man, we got more friends that creative. You know, talking to the basement dweller dudes was fucking fun. They were funny as shit. I don't even remember what we talked about anymore. I can't wait to hear the episode. There was a couple things I asked him to edit, but uh and then I, I gushed about how how good people do me and the specifics and and that's not something that needs to necessarily be advertised either, so I'm still trying to think of more friends that are creative. I'm trying to make sure that they wouldn't mind what being mentioned. What does Aaron do? He does SCA. Is that does he? I mean, that's he pretty, does. I don't know anything no, about that, his progression and his. No, but that's impressive because you, you know, he makes his own armor. Does he make his armor now? Yeah, I know because he used to buy it and get somebody no, he, else to do it. No, that is nice. Yeah, but he's currently in school working on. Oh, what's his major? 
I don't know what his major is, but he's having to take a lot of chem classes. Oh, cool. I guess. If you like chemistry. The guy's major. Too many friends, they're too smart. Um, What's Karen doing? Working and being a mom? She's an awesome role player. I'm just going down my contacts list on my phone now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm like, well, there's, the, there's Jeff and Jerry. But Karen, Jerry. Karen is awesome. And, like, I was hoping I would get a chance to see her while I was here. Yeah. Who did those prints on your wall? Uh, his name is Daryl Flowers. He asked me not to give him shouts out. Really? Uh-huh. Okay. Am I? I mean, he's really talented. You yeah. can find him at Daryl Flowers. I don't know if there's an underscore in the middle or not, but... He doesn't have his his website up yet or something like that, and he didn't want. I, I don't know. He asked he asked me not to, so I won't like pimp him too hard. But he did some art on my wall, and I like him a lot. Yeah, it's really good. He did some more art. He just has to ship it to me. He's having issues right now, a hard time. So you can't even understand what I'm saying, probably. Let's see. Big shout out to Tony Cleves in Washington. <laughs> One love, man. Nobody will ever know who Tony is. It's a shame. Um, I'll give a shout out <laughs> to... contacts in my phone. <laughs> who are these people? Shout out to Josh Haley, awesome artist from Jackson, Mississippi, currently living in New Orleans. Is he your friend? Yeah, I've known Josh for years. Okay, I just thought you were just giving random shout outs now. You know, that one guy's from Memphis. Um, you know, he made Hustle and Flow. What's his name? He won some awards and stuff. This is the friends shout out, not the regular people shout out. So <laughs> if I shut them off, they are my friends. <laughs> There's Joseph, Dead Man Rice. Yes, does he have a podcast yet? I think he'd be. He's. I think he's a natural. I think it's still in the works. I'm not even sure if it needs to. It's supposed to be public knowledge that he's working on one. That's so awesome. why did I bring it up? I don't know. Also, want to give a shout out to Brittany Shale, also living in New Orleans, not from Jackson. She's a New York lady, but holy fuck, can she draw? <laughs> like one of the hardest things to draw are hairy hands, and she did an entire series of only hairy hands, and just the sheer. gumption to go for it like that amazed me and the fact that she actually pulled it off the boot shit <laughs> I mean you rock I mean it's it's really good <laughs> it's really good and Josh Haley is a fellow photographer but he has his fingers in many disciplines but that's what I know him primarily as but now I feel like an asshole because we're going through friends and stuff and I have so many creative friends that I'm going to forget people. Yeah, I mean, odds are there will be some people that we may forget. That does not mean we didn't want to shut you out. It just meant... All the podcasters. There's a lot of a lot of my friends on Twitter and stuff that I can't just start going off. There's too, so many of them. Our girl Cody. Is she a podcaster too? Nope, she's an artist. <laughs> I was like, podcasting Cody, really? <laughs> okay. Well, you were already getting lost about not being able to name them so I figured I would 
Yeah, so I was going to say, somebody I'm, did. I'm just going to stop there. So yes, our girl Cody, who's an old friend of ours, one of I consider one of my really good friends, is also an artist. She can paint, she can draw, she was getting into photography, but I think she shifted more to illustration. I'm not sure, though. I wish y'all could see him. He looks like he's trying to summon the Crimson Bands of Sidorak or something. His arms are waving around. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm like... I mean, he's doing the hand motions, and it's... it's. I wish I could have been recording that, because that's pretty fucking funny. Because he was doing it absentmindedly. He wasn't even... He was just kind of... No, that's just me thinking, yeah. Looking deep into Wesley Snipes' eyes, and he got <laughs> lost, and... <laughs> it's fucking President 57 still one of the best action movies of the 90s fuck it all I don't know about one of the best but... what oh come on man come on it was almost as good as her alibi you ever see her alibi with the stone look I'm assuming you have I'm making a face of Marshall <laughs> right now. I can't believe you tried to compare those two movies. Yeah, man. Do you not know her alibi with Tom Selleck? <laughs> it was action-packed. Mission man. Man, what the, man, what the fuck? And, and uh, gypsy families and... All right. You know, people probably don't even know who the f- what the fuck her alibi is. You know why? Because it wasn't as epic as Professor 57. It was also probably 10 years before. <laughs> it wasn't a 90s movie, I don't believe. <laughs> so you even... I pulled it out of my ass, Pat. It just came out of nowhere. I don't know where her alibi came from. <laughs> I was thinking, I almost said Mr. Mom. And then I almost went into how action-packed Mr. Mom was, Okay. I was just trying. By the way, hard. speaking speaking of Mr. Mom, it's amazing. People say that the world has to change, but it has because if you go back and watch movies in the eighties, there is so much rampant sexism and racism and just in the eighties, yeah, rapey not, shit. Not, not even back far. Right, yeah. right. Like it gets better every decade. Right, like there's some stuff that happened that happened in um. Okay, case in point. Rapey. <laughs> Go back and watch Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were talking about that. I don't know if it was on mic somewhere, but we were talking about that just a few days ago. But, um... You go to jail for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. You fucking go to jail for that shit. Case in point, though, um, I discovered recently my sister had never seen Smokey and the Bandit. Okay. How? I don't know, because I loved that movie as a kid. I, I've seen it once or twice, but I don't really remember much about it. But the instance she told me that I was like, stop, and it was on demand. So I pulled it up. Collaborate and listen. We watched it, and she loved it. But as we're watching it, we're both laughing, going, man, there are some jokes in this movie you cannot get away with now <laughs> in a movie. Well, that was 70s, right? Right. Was it that was really 19, 1977 when I was born. That's when it came out? Yeah. Same year as Star Wars, huh? And come to find out, the only movie that made more money that year was Star Wars. Smokey and the Bandit made $300 million. Burt Reynolds was badass back in the day. It's also a funny movie because it had Jackie Gleason as Sheriff Buford T. Justice. (laughs) 
<laughs> Jackie Leeson was a funny son of a bitch. Yeah. His timing is impeccable, man. Because comedy is all about timing, and he had it down to an art form. The only guy that I liked better was Carol O'Connor. Archie Bunker. Yeah, you would. Yes, he would. And that's why I was even hes- hesitant to even uh, even go there, because it was what my grandfather watched, and it was what, kind of what I associate my grandfather. He wasn't openly, overtly racist, and I never heard a racist thing come out of his mouth ever. But he always watched shit like that, Archie Bunker and stuff, which Archie, Archie was openly racist. He didn't like black people, you know, he didn't like anybody, really, but, you know. That's where the Jeffersons came from because he yeah. was the next door neighbor and they played off each other honky and back, you know, and it was fucking funny as shit. But then that was him because of the mooning, mooning, the honeymooners. Wow. Yep. This is when I'm a kid, so this is before my time, even basically. I'm even surprised I remember this shit. Which we lost all of our listeners anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was like... <laughs> I mean, we, we lost them way back. We've gone too deep. We lost you at... This is a shout out to our personal friends. They're like, oh, okay. Nah, I don't think so. I think we lost them when you started to go <laughs> go past. We'll go deep cut. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's bring them back. Let's bring them back because we're almost at an hour or so. We should also be trying okay, to Okay, is there anybody else? So many people. That I'm not sure if I'm going to have time to name them all, but I need to add hey, them to the list. I'll be so on I my know. way back. I think there was eight people who donated to the GoFundMe to help me get to the stash. Um, everybody is very appreciated. I'm going to try to go through and put personal messages for everybody. Uh, there was an anonymous one, but whenever you're the admin of the account and stuff, you can see who the anonymous people are. So thank you to them, too. I'm thinking about doing something a little special for the people who donated to me to help me out. If I can, <clears throat> I'm, I'm thinking I can do something. We'll see. Yeah. Um, and if something and happens and I don't come home and I crash in the fiery inferno or something. Oh my shit, God, don't jinx it, man. Listen. Knock on wood. This year has been intense. I mean, <laughs> it, 2016 has been an active year, so you don't want to jinx it's it. It's only halfway over. I know. That's, that's my point. <laughs> I mean, in one year, Bowie, Prince. I mean, and the list keeps going on and on. You're it's comparing just, that with all the massacres and the slaughters and the. That's why I said it's an active year. Stuff is popping all back to back. <laughs> yeah, we only have a couple more years before the end. Oh, here we go. <laughs> That's okay. I'll I'll be done with that. <laughs> but thank you, everybody, and also thanks to Walt Flanagan for. I sold him some comics. And I sold him, like, Cable and Deadpool's first appearance. And he went ahead and fronted me the money so that I could use it for the trip. And I'm going to give him the comics when I get there. I don't think that that's above me telling anybody. I don't think that's something super special since he knows I'm coming up there. Well, it's also his business. Right. And uh, I'm thinking, I want to thank him also, even though he'll never hear it or whatever. But the, the donators may actually hear it. So thank you to the people who will hear it <laughs> for real uh, and y'all are appreciated um, I got nothing else I can't think of anybody um, there were so many more people I could name but I'm not sure if they three black geeks that's to know that joke won't go away ever um, <laughs> I'm not sure 
because we get pretty raunchy on the podcast if even that this episode of the one so i'm not sure did we get raunchy on this episode well i mean it's not just just this one i mean we have before so oh yeah 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 i try to save my worst stories my most perverted stories and crazy stuff i try to keep this mostly geek talk and i put that on the, the welcome to the alamo podcast but i would want to give a sh- a shout out to another fellow artist in Jackson, also a friend of mine, my girl Ellen Rogers, a great photographer. So, oh yeah, give her I, a look up. I forgot about Tommy Lincoln. I think I may get to hang with Tommy whenever I get up there to Joyzy. I actually booked a room for two nights. I was going to sleep in the fucking SUV, dude. I had to talk this man out of this pulling off to the side. Now, well, I'm still going to end up doing now, that. But. I know you're thinking, Pat, it's okay if he puts off into a rest area. Yes, I agree, which is why I said, no, this man was like, no, nah, I'm just going to pull over on the side of the road in the median. <laughs> I didn't say the median. On the side. That's the median. I'll pass the median a little bit. I'll be in the grass. Just take three or four hour nap back in the SUV and then pull on off. Why not a rest area where you could go into a park, a parking because spot people and will it's be lit. pulling in and out of either side of me. But they can see you, and they can see me, and I don't like people watching me when I'm asleep. So you'd want... rather pull up into the dark side of the road where you can't be seen and maybe get nicked by a car or truck, as opposed to a rest area where it's well lit and designated parking spots so people can see you and not hit you. I don't trust people. And when you're asleep, you're at your most vulnerable. That's my point. So you don't want to be hit. I don't want to be hit by a car or be hit by a person. I think me and Marsh just see the world in two completely different ways in this regard, man. People make me nervous when I can't watch out. It's a social dis- dis- uh, dis- uh, social anxiety. You should have seen me the first time I took the baby and, and Stephanie to the... Uh, to the fair she was like holy shit like when we went to uh, New York not in Jersey but when we were in New York yeah. and I was like in body, yeah. bodyguard mode yeah but that's true he, that was he kept a, his I, head. Mean, I was having fun but I was but I was in fucking he kept his head on a swivel I was getting fucking ready <laughs> I just heard too many bad stories and all kinds of other crazy shit so I was ready for somebody to say well not that it was the fact that we, we went there on September the 11th and you were like it's September 11th man it's the, it's the anniversary like, oh yeah, but yeah Stephanie was the one freaking out about that really? my mom had her freaked out and I mean, I, I wouldn't didn't even occur to me. I didn't even know until she started talking about it. Actually, then, me either. Then I was like, ah, yeah, why are we here on September 11th? Because we're not going to go to the monument because there's going to be a bazillion people there. We only have X amount of time. We only really walked, what, 10 or 15 blocks and then back? <laughs> well, we walked from the ferry port to Central Park. And we didn't even get into Central Park, but just like the little corner. Well, we did. I mean, we, we, yeah, we did because we Central walked Park's in and we saw... Like, I mean, we didn't walk miles, the entire park, but we actually enough. went in, into the park and mm-hmm. we saw like the lakes and the and the bridges and the fair, the, the permanent kind of fair. But well, didn't it go farther? Because there was the zoo. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is like we we were in it. We just oh, no, explored we the entire it, yeah. thing. Yeah. Because there was rats everywhere. What? What do you mean what? I, I never saw I rat. Them out. Oh, it must have been Stephanie. Yeah. I can't believe that you weren't a part of any of those conversations. No. All by the, the, the water's edge, all around it. Wow. Because I was joking, and I'm like, you know, you could uh, 
you could go there every day and you could feed the rats and then they'll know you. So then you could start teaching them to do stuff. Oh, and then you start do, do your whole nos thing, uh-huh. yeah. I think I vaguely remember that now because yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely told you. I just really can't remember. Forget for look, look and I'm surprised because after we left Central Park, we had to take the subway, and I could not figure out that subway map. And I'm surprised because I've been to Tokyo and London, and even though I don't speak Japanese, it was their subways were so well laid out. You didn't need to speak the language; you could just tell. London was the same way. New York was a bizarre mix of a madman had to design those subway lines. I just, I just could not figure it out. I was surprised. That was it. I got nothing else, man. Yeah. I mean, um, there's lots of Twitter folks that I could be talking about, but really, that's I mean, cool. We're, I mean, we're already there's a there's a long, long. We're list. already at an hour. Um, yeah. We can always give our friends more. Sh- more shout outs in future episodes I made a list of everybody I gave a shout out to and I'll post them in the show notes um, if you have trouble trying to read the show notes on iTunes I post all the show notes on the Facebook page along with the link to the episode and you'll be able to see them there Excellent. so yeah so I guess check these people out they're all awesome I know more friends who are as creative that I just could not think of because we went into this podcast with no notes and we've been winging it the entire time. But know that I know who you are. Much love. And I will try to give you a shout out on other, on other episodes of the podcast. Marsh? MPWO. As always, you can find us on Twitter at, yeah. always, at always Been On Geek. If you go old school... Drop us an email at alwaysbetongeek at gmail.com. Uh-huh. Um, we're on iTunes. We are. We're on Stitcher. That's right. We're about to revamp our SoundCloud page with our plan that you just heard this episode. We, as in me. <laughs> <laughs> and we're on Facebook, so look for Always Bet On Geek on Facebook. And I think the actual addy is facebook.com slash geek. And I guess with that, we are out of here. So this has been... Squishy Nuts Studios. Explain that, man. I, um, I edit podcasts if you want to. I talked to Declan and he said it was it was fair. It was kind of cheap, but... So <laughs> I, call no, myself, I call myself the cheap man's Declan. That was not exactly the words he said, but he said that it was a very fair price. So... I just call myself the poor man's Declan. So if you got a podcast that you want edited, I can take care of you for a minimal thing. I'm on Twitter at uh, squishy in the letter in studios or squishy now studios at Gmail. I hardly check the email, but if you hit me up, I will do that. Twitter is best, but email, I'll check that. I'll start checking that. You know what? I need to fucking start checking that. And what's your personal Twitter in case you forget to check the other Twitter? Squishy Nos Inc. I don't like spelling it. There we go. It's not I-N-K, it's I-N-C, like Incorporated. That's important. That doesn't matter. You just won't find me if you... <laughs> you can Google Squishy Nos Inc. and it'll pop up with me. And I guess this we're giving our own shout-outs... Trademark pending. <laughs> I guess if we're giving our own shout-outs, you can find me um, at net 
WilliamPatrickButler.tumblr.com or WilliamPatrickButler.exposure.co If you enjoy looking at pretty photos, I take them. And if you want to hire me, give me some green paper to make you look epic. I accept that too. Pretty photos. There we go. I guess that's it. This has been your co-host. There's also... Uh... This is not new, it. New pod, <laughs> I'll, I'll wait until Marshall's done and see, see what's up. Com and uh, our other best friend thing uh, website, badboardy.com. Maxwell Thympathizer's in the house. Thympathizer. I'm not going to say we're done until you let oh. me know we're done this time. Uh, this is Marshall. AKA not the not the graveyard shade. <laughs> AKA uh, what do they call me on uh, bad bad boardies? Uh, AKA not hickory hood. AKA diva yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that sums it all up. And this has been your friendly neighborhood co-host Pat, AKA apparently hashtag diva yes. And with that, we are out. We'll see you next week. Limousine, riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, always been on Geek Podcast. Woo!